Hello everyone, welcome back on the Ag Adventures channel on the Ag Adventures platform. And today we are traveling. We are virtually traveling from South Australia to West Australia in order to visit and meet Nigel. Nigel Pitt, welcome to the Ag Adventures program. And also with- Thank you, Simone. You're welcome. And also today we have uh, uh, Bianca. Bianca. Warnock, is that correct? Pronounced properly? If I mispronounce, please correct me. It's fine. I have always learned. So Bianca's today with us because she's the side, the, the science side of this interview. And for the people who is following, why we have to speak about science? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you. Nigel he does an amazing thing that I really love. He produces truffles, and I love truffles. So he got in contact with me probably six months ago. We had a little chat and from that point, we start to speak. So we have to think that today, this interview is six months works. Yay, <laughs> we finally made it. Okay, so first of all, for people that's following on the radio, on the socials, on YouTube, you know where you can find us online. And uh, we would like to start to speak with you, Nigel. Nigel. Where are you from? Tell something about you to the people that's following us today. Okay, so where we're living is, um, we're in the southwest corner of Western Australia. We're about four hours south of Perth and about two hours um, inland from Margaret River. So mm -hmm. probably some of the places that people can relate to. Um, we're down in the big, tall sort of carry, carry forest um, in that southern tip. So, and I've been a local here for most of my life, but um, we only took up farming about 15 or 16 years ago. Okay. Um, when my wife's family owned a property here and um, we decided to take over and try and make a go of it. Okay. Um, and that's where we were looking for, we were looking for um, something we could do because we were both also working, we wanted a, a crop or a, an income source that we didn't have to be attending every day. So we thought about um, avocados and we also thought about truffles because at that time uh, truffles were just being produced in Manjima, which is um, a sort of central town just north of us. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were getting some good results and I ended up becoming involved in the, uh, the business um, that was producing the first lot of truffles in Manjimup and, and the same person had actually produced the, the first inoculated trees for the area. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, so it was um, in the end we decided to go with truffles um, and that was 14 years ago. So we have... Uh, 500 trees that are 14 years old and we have another 250 trees that are 10 years old. Okay, so we're already introducing a lot of information. First of all, for the people that's following us, it's possible to grow truffles because in the past, there was the idea that it was not possible to grow truffles. That's what, we, that's what is said to us in Italy. You have to go around, harvest them, you had, they had the pig and then the pig was not going working well because it was eating the truffles. So they, they established a relationship with dogs and they throw, they, they train dogs to find truffles. 
but you are growing truffles and you speak about plants that they have different ages. What's the, what's the connection with that? Um, yes, so you're correct in saying that early days, it was only, uh, we were talking about wild truffles growing without the, uh, any farming being done. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the past, they've now, uh, you know, they've learned the art of inoculating the trees with the truffle spores. So what we do is we, we buy a, a one-year-old tree. So it's in a pot and it's already been inoculated with the truffle spore. So in our case, and in most cases, it's um, hazelnut and oak trees. And we're planting that one-year-old tree and then we're waiting, basically. Um, <clears throat> so we're waiting for the trees to then mature and then they're going to start to put out the truffle on their roots as a, as a form of backup nutrients and water for the tree. And the truffle is going to then rely on the tree for some nutrients and sugars as well to survive. So very much a, a symbiotic relationship between the two. So it's interesting because uh, it's like you're speaking about apple. You know, you have the you yeah. branch, you grow the apple. Instead, it's the opposite. You plant the tree, and the truffles are coming coming up from the bottom. That's that's kind of interesting way. And uh, it is. So it is. Do you also have uh, the? You said uh, um, chestnuts or walnuts. So you also have the fruits from the plant that you can use too. Yeah. So we have hazelnuts. Uh huh. And and oak trees. Okay. And and yes, you do produce the hazelnuts. Um, okay. Do they taste raffle? Um, no, they don't. And and we're very lucky <laughs> if we get any these days because the um, the black cockatoos come in um, oh. just when they're ready to to drop onto the ground. The the black cockatoos take care of most of them, okay. um, which is okay. We don't really want to be scratching around the bottom of a hazelnut tree when there is um, truffle there. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I understand. Yeah. And pr- a primary product is the truffle at the bottom. It's not the fruit from the tree. Ab- okay. Absolutely. So, uh, I have uh, Bianca. By the way, for the people that's following Bianca, she received a doctorate in uh, serial biotechnology from the Flinders University. And then she's been working at the ARS Center of Excellence. It's plant cell and then at the Leiden University too, before start her own business, which you can see if you're watching the video on YouTube, it's a siren, or if you're following the radio, you already hear the siren, S-C-I-R-E-N. And then she's, uh, their business is on communication science. So now that I introduce you to Bianca, do you have anything to say about what we are saying at the moment? Do you wanna add something? Yeah, I think I'll jump in with a bit of an introduction to a truffle. Um, So I think I find truffles very interesting because it's not something I've come across a lot, but I'm aware of its importance and its delicacy and its um, association with fragrance and aroma. And in doing a bit of research for this, I found it just absolutely fascinating. Um, So for those of you at home, Truffles are actually called a tuber. Um, their scientific name is a, a tuber species. Um, Melanosporum. 
Uh, well, it depends. So tuba estevum uh, would refer to a summer truffle um, because a stevum refers to, a stevum, um, refers to summer. So uh, some of you might have heard of triticum estevum, which is uh, wheat, uh, bread and wheat, uh, summer wheat, um, and then tuba melanosporum, so black truffle, um, black spore. So these are... Um, Part of the mycelia family so they are a fungus um, that work like uh, Nigel said in symbiosis so that means that two organisms work almost in harmony together receiving goods from each other so the uh, truffle is sitting on the roots of the plant harvesting often phosphorus um, and sugars and giving that to the uh, no, sorry, just phosphorus, and giving that to the plant. Um, and the plant is returning sugars to the truffles. And they just work harmoniously that way. It's not parasitic in that the truffle removes everything and kills the plant. They work quite harmoniously. Oh, that's interesting. So in some way, you're uh, having, uh, Nigel, having uh, trees with truffles, you're making these trees growing better because they are helping each other. And it helps out a little bit the sustainability of the wolf forest because they are more stable. Therefore, they work, they are more stable in the environment. Is that right? Or is something that could be said yes? Nigel? Um, no, I think you're right there, Simone. The whole idea is that, yes, the, the mice will go out into the, into the ground and find the required nutrients for the trees. And then in turn, that mycelium becomes part of of the truffle so you, you're correct they're going out and finding the nutrients for the tree that they normally probably wouldn't find without that inoculation so yes very much so the other thing that i found um interesting in what you were saying there nigel you're still also creating a nice symbiosis by letting the cockatoos have the hazelnuts so maintaining that sustainability focus from the ground to the sky which is quite cute so Miley, the, uh, the, I think is not wanted, but is a good outcome to having the, uh, uh, the cockatoo coming over. Yeah, it's fine. We, we, don't, we don't have any purpose for the hazelnuts. Um, yeah. That's good. Okay, so going back uh, to you, uh, we had an interesting topic uh, regarding truffles the last time. And this topic, it was uh, uh, correlated with uh, the flavor. Like um, people on the market is uh, used to have uh, uh, truffle aromatized um, uh, products. Uh, yeah. Olive oil uh, can be truffle, can be placed anywhere. But there is a dispute on the market that says that the truffle you can find in that way is not the natural truffle and is actually providing to you that you are a farmer that you invested you know 15 years or maybe more years of your life trying to grow these plants and these truffles uh, creates a problem because people is not accustomed to uh, the flavor of the truffle they're becoming accustomed to the flavor of the molecule so first of all um, who want to tell me about the molecule, the, the, the truffle molecule or the smell of the molecule? Because I didn't know about it. Um, I can give you my unscientific opinion. Yeah, that's fine. Um, that's what we are here for. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're right, Simone. Um, 
a lot of the truffle products you're seeing will have the artificial essence and flavor because the truffle itself is very hard to stabilize in, uh, in a food where it, it can become to a temperature where it can start to grow some you know, nasty, nasty things. So if you're tasting a lot of the products, you're probably getting the artificial aroma. And to me, it's very different between that and the natural truffle flavor. So for me, the natural truffle flavor is, it's very subtle and people get the wrong idea that the, the taste of truffle will be very strong and, and pungent. The aroma is very strong, but when you're tasting it, you, it is, it's a very subtle, delicate flavor. Um, the artificial essence tends to be very big and bold and it sort of hits you in the face and you don't get to taste um, the, true, the true flavor of, of that truffle. So that's why you're being careful about where you're putting the truffle onto what food, because you can lose that delicate flavor, um, especially if you're going to heat it up above 60 or 70 degrees, you will lose the total flavor of that truffle. So you're just warming it um, and finishing a, a dish rather than cooking it. Yeah, this was information I found as well. Um, so the study of the molecules related to the aromas, um, is called organoleptic um, and the aroma compounds that were isolated from truffles varied depending on where it was harvested so Italian um, truffles of the same so the black truffle um, harvested in Italy versus Spain versus Hungary tasted completely different. Now that's going to make sense in terms of um, the soil around and the environment. Um, but also the studies found that because they were deep freezing their samples in situ, so at the site, they dropped the mm. truffle in um, liquid nitrogen to get it to the lab to do their studies, that affected the aromas as well. Um, so the treatment of the samples is so delicate um, that it can change the profiles red at the end of the story. Yes. Okay. And what about the chemical product, like the chemical aroma, where it comes from? Again, they extract it from truffles or is something coming from something else? Nigel, do you want to jump No, in? I believe it's just all, it's all artificial, artificial um, flavorings, I guess, to make up that, the truffle, so-called truffle flavor. So, in um, a truffle itself, there's up to over 89 molecules that were identified as being specific to the truffles. And that varies depending on the region it's harvested from, as well as the type of truffle. Um, but the, what was found was a majority of the compounds identified were either very sulfuric, um, or um, very aldehyde-based, so um, ketones and uh, fruity smells, nutty smells, coffee smells. Yeah. Uh, and this butyric acid um, sort of smell is actually associated with rotting. Um, so it's actually a, um, off butter is uh, literally where the term comes from. Uh, it's the smell, unfortunately, to put you off your food, of vomit. Um, but it's 
it's one of those molecules that when it just modifies just slightly, it can be so delicious. So, you know, the lovely smell of an apple um, has this compound in it, and yet when that's rotting, it starts to go that little bit off smell, and that's where it's bad. So, you know, at first you associate something as a bad smell, but originally fresh, it's not necessarily that way. Um, and once they've identified these compounds, synthetically some of those can be derived and then said, oh, that's the smell of a truffle and that's, you know, put together. But the complexity and the ratio of these compounds yeah. is really what makes the truffle an amazing food source. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I have to say that I have the luckiness to receive some of your truffles. Uh, Nigel, thank you very much. And had the opportunity to try them so far in many different options in terms of food. And I'm like, to me, truffle is becoming something like uh, grated parmigiano. So it's something you put on the top of the, fi the, the finalized dish to add the extra complexity that is coming from, uh, from the truffle itself. And uh, also um, what I'm finding it is like uh, truffles are really seasonal and uh, their last, the, the, the shelf life of the truffle, as you said, is a week time in which yeah. you have to consume it. So I am doing a sort of truffle infusion in everything <laughs> I'm cooking, I'm adding truffle to understand if it's beneficial or if it's not beneficial. Like I found out for instance, that salt and truffle, they work while still a bit after the salt comes on the top of truffle and, and remove the truffle flavor. Yeah, uh, I found out that uh, that's obviously my background. My interest is understanding the truffle. So I base uh, all the dishes based on subtle flavors. And then the truffle is always coming out glorious on the top of it. Like I did simple, you know, pasta with butter, a little bit of parmigiano and truffle. I found different on slicing and gratting. That's yeah. so interesting. Just the fact that I've been slicing on some dishes and grating on other dishes, the product has been changing. But every time what I found out is like I had a burger, a patties, okay, simple. I put the truffle on. We moved to have a, a normal minced meat to a gamey, uh, luxurious yeah. meat. Yeah. So a truffle is coming to me like that. Like I add the extra level of complexity in flavor, or add of nuttiness or in smokiness, or but always depending what's the base of the dish. So it's so interesting that sometimes the same truffle come out with a different outcome, with a different base of the dish. Like the classic, the poached egg with truffle is something like a ha ha. It's so sexy. I I can call it. Yeah, it's not gonna happen with uh, the chemical product. Like that is the, the the vision is the truffle, the natural truffle to me is something they adapt to the dishes, giving every time something interesting, while the chemical product direct the direction of the dish. So the chemical truffle flavor gives you that direction. There is no other yeah. option. While yes. the natural flavor instead goes along the flavor at the bottom of it. So that's what I found technically just doing the taste. What do you think? What do you think is exciting? Who uh, thinks <laughs> uh, No, look, I, I think that's a very good um, observation, Simone. And, and sometimes it's the vehicle that you 
putting the truffle with that's that's creating that extra flavor so if you're mixing it with butter and melting it onto some food you're going to get that butter carrying the flavor not just the truffle on top of the food carrying it so yes many different um, ways you can get that truffle to have a different complexity of, of flavor which, which is yeah, very absolutely. interesting and when you were talking about the difference between a slice and a grate uh, of the material, because uh, truffle is essentially a fungus, it has a cell wall. Uh, and so what you are doing when you slice it, you've literally got a mass of cells, a bubble of cells. And as you slice through that, you're getting a nice cut through in a layer and that's going to hit your tongue and things like that. But when you grate it, you've broken through more cell walls. So you've increased the surface area of cells that can actually hit your tongue, that can heat up and become volatile, that you then breathe, hit through the olfactory system of the nasal passage and hit the brain senses. All of that is layered upon the vehicle of the food that Nigel said, how it's been prepared. Like you said, adding salt on top, that's gonna bind the chemicals as well um, in such a way that might lock them, uh, change them. Um, and the other thing is you might find some of your experiences lean to the associated memories of those senses. So, you know, you, you sort of associated the application of the truffle onto the pasta, same as parmigiana. Yes, putting that parmesan on top of your pasta, you know, has that same effect. Fun fact, there's the same sort of butyric properties in the cheese and the parmesan as the um, truffle. So actually, it scientifically is similar as well as application. Okay, that's interesting. Interesting to know. Okay, so now let's go back a little bit on Nigel. So we didn't say the uh, your your farm is called Farm Fresh Truffle. Okay, right. and and uh, for what I remember, you are located in Pemberton South. Yeah. That actually, I've been over there visiting wineries over there, tasting some products, and it was a beautiful place to visit. These really old forests with really high trees that we were speaking about before. Yeah, but people will be interested, for people that's interested to know about you or to find your truffles, where they can find you? Um, so at the moment, we, we haven't done a lot of market push for um, fresh truffle. We, we sell to a distributor, a central distributor, the, the main bulk of our truffles each week. And then from there, they'll be distributed all around the world. Um, so, it's probably something that we'll be looking at doing in the future. So we're, we're doing a bit more direct selling rather than having a chain of, of um, sales before you get the end result. Um, but no, we have, a, um, we have a website for Farm Fresh Truffles mm -hmm. and on there that'll have our salt product and um, there is a, an ability to buy um, some fresh truffle as well. But it, it's really something we have to look for, for um in the future rather than um you know this season and okay 
Well, so probably we can find a way to stay in contact and uh, maybe we'll have the way to change, to send some of your contents on uh, the Agri Adventures platform so people can see, or maybe you can organize something here together with Bianca and organize yeah. something correlated with truffles. That would be really cool, eh, Bianca? What do you think? It'd be amazing. That would be amazing, I know. Uh, so, okay, so we are almost at the end of this interview. Bianca, we're looking to say something else regarding truffle, or do you think we said enough for today? I think the only other interesting thing I wanted to point out was I couldn't find very much information about any Australian Indigenous truffles. Uh, there are some native, well, there are many um, native fungus species, uh, and many of them are symbiotic, um, but there wasn't much evidence in my very quick limited research um, to suggest that there are successful truffles of an Indigenous species, um, to Australia that is, uh, but of what they've found, they aren't particularly tasty, they're saying, um, which I found interesting. So I'd love to look into that more, but um, yeah, that was... Hmm. Honestly, this was the rabbit hole of my week. Like I just <laughs> couldn't dig my way back out. I was just so excited learning about this. Yeah, I don't know. That would be really cool. Like I know already the Huandong is a plant that is symbiotic growing with some other plant, but that mm. would be really interesting, like having truffle saltbush. It grows oh, yeah. saltbush and then it has that specific aroma. That would be a really distinctive Australian style. Be so yeah, cool. absolutely. <laughs> Exciting. I just want to backtrack a little bit on that food side of things, Simone, because we didn't touch on uh, infusing the truffle with some food for a period of time before okay, you okay. before you are cooking it. So, yeah. um, you know, that's sort of layering truffle onto some meat and having that in the fridge or something that we do is um, we cut a, a round of cheese in half and we will shave truffle into it and close it up and put it in the fridge for three or four days and then warm it up to eat it and the, and the flavour is infusing through that. And, and that will also happen if you put some truffle with fresh eggs, the, the flavour will go through the shell and when you crack that egg to cook, you are then getting that flavour. I, I so try to do that. I just wanted, I just wanted to. <laughs> and I have to say that it was better grating the truffle on the egg. <laughs> Yeah, because you didn't probably you probably didn't let it sit for long enough, but that's okay. Oh, how long? Um, how long has it, to be? It will happen oh, for four or five days. Uh, no. in a sealed no. container. No, no. You're too impatient, days. Simone. Two days. <laughs> I've done with rice. I, I've yeah. done that with rice. I left the rice and the truffle together for yeah, yeah. A, a good amount of time. Yeah. And the flavor came out. Is Something I wanted to ask, Nigel. Have you tried? Um, putting the truffle in um, something like a whiskey or um, a, a, an alcohol substitute that um, would allow the truffle to impart that earthy, peaty, umami sort of smell that, that's appreciated in things like whiskey? Um, look, a, a few years ago we were involved with a guy that was... Um, putting it through a still and getting the spirit from the still um, and that was carrying the truffle flavour quite nicely. Um, unfortunately, that didn't go too much further. But um, the trouble is it's the same thing. There's some people doing truffle beer and things at the moment, but they're using the artificial 
essence to get that mm. flavour, which, which to me is a pointless waste of time sort of exercise. But yeah, so th there's probably plenty of experimenting still to do, Bianca, and um, the sky's the limit, really, with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to to the topic. It was uh, where do you want to go, Nigel, with this? Um, look, for us, I mean, we, we want to keep it small enough so we can do it ourselves. So we don't want to have um, people coming in and having to help. So we won't expand our truffery too much. Um, we'll just keep focusing on, on quality and we'll focus on, um, I guess, trying to get the truffle out to people that want to try it. So they're trying the, the, the real truffle rather than the other stuff that's out there. Um, and for us, it's about making an income and being able to stay on the property, such a beautiful property, we want to stay here rather than go on and off and working to supplement that income. So it's really just driven by being wanting to, to be on the farm and as long as we can. Perfect. That is something is lovely on its own. Okay, yeah. so I think that we can finish for today for this interview. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Nigel, for being with us. And uh, thank you, Bianca, for being with us. And uh, we'll see you somewhere on the AgriVentures platform, or maybe not. And uh, for the people that's following us on uh, the radio and on YouTube and the podcast, thank you again for following and see you the next time here on the AgriVentures channel. Bye. Ciao. Thank you. Bye. Bye.